Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Airing Addiction. I'm your host, Donna Pellegrino from Spectrum Health Systems, and we are here in studio today talking about breaking the cycle between addiction and incarceration. Sally is with us from Spectrum Health Systems. Sally, now how is this all funded? I know you want to get to the reason why you're here, and that is to get volunteers for your Project Peer Connection program. We're looking for volunteers, but how is this funded? This is funded by the Justice Department. So this is a grant program that was awarded to Spectrum for three years. And we're obviously hoping that it gets extended. And we're, all, we're almost at the end of the first year, correct? We are. This is the last month. This is the last month of the first fiscal year. So in short, why would the justice system put this out? They want to see – you were explaining well, we when we were off air. Right, because there's a focus on recidivism. There's a focus on – our justice system and specifically our prison systems. People come in and out, in and out, in and out. Yes. Revolving door. Correct. We, we, the United States, we incarcerate the most people in the whole world. It's ridiculous. We really have the highest numbers for incarceration. Okay. So the Department of Justice is saying, okay, I want to see the most aggressive, the most difficult, the most challenging clients. And I want to identify those clients. When they come out, I want to hook those people up with a peer mentor, hold their hand. And I want to see after a year, two years, three years, longitudinal studies, are those clients coming back? Um, You want to talk about the Project Peer Connection Program. What is it how did people get involved? Okay. Obviously, you want to get volunteers to help these returning citizens when they get out. Correct. So the the citizens that are returning, like I said, they have paid their debt to society. They are ready to work hard. They are starting over. They want to rebuild their lives. And we provide that bridge. So I kind of started to explain who we have. I have coordinators, which are staff members that report to me, and they work directly with the clients while they're still incarcerated and as soon as they get out. We find a mentor, volunteer, someone who is in the community that the client is going to, and we want to put them together just to make sure, based on their preferences, sometimes, you know, a a client... But a man can't be with a woman. No. What we do is we we pair them up based on, because sometimes you know a client may need a special skill. Uh, I remember there was a great success story that I was told uh, this gentleman was having the worst time trying to get you know SSI and disability, and we had a mentor uh, that was within his range, like uh, distance wise, and the mentor used to work for the Department of Disability, and he he knew the ins and outs mm. of how like the paperwork and the how to do it and how to get in there. And this guy had it within a month, which is apparently That's unheard cool. of. But So, so you yes. have to be in recovery to be a volunteer? No, you do not. You do not have to be in recovery. I actually have a few police officers. I have um, some librarians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have some senior citizens. I have... Is it safe? Very. Yes, it's very safe. And... I'm not maybe by saying very safe, it's kind of seeming like I'm glossing over it. But truthfully, these people are wanting to make their lives better. And we work together as a team. So the volunteer mentor is they work closely with the count. We have a coordinator that's paired with every mentor for, for supervision. 
Yes. So they do get a monthly supervision, but they're paired together because we do the heavy lifting. So we do all the research into what the client's asking for. So some clients, for example, um, maybe they need to get an ID. They weren't able to get it while they were still incarcerated. So there's a lot of paperwork involved. There's a lot of you know, minutiae involved with a lot of the things that clients typically need. And the coordinator is the person that actually does the work. And then they pass it to the mentor to pass on. So the primary relationship is the volunteer and the client. Tell me, what happens if the mentor knows that the client's using again? Do they go back to the probation officer and let them know? No. No, we do not report that because probation has their own system for detecting that. And we, we're all about developing the trust between the, you know, in the relationship. And you can't have that if the client thinks that you'd go reporting them to probation. That's not, that's not okay because we're here to help. We're here to help them. So if they relapse or if they don't relapse, it doesn't matter. We mm-hmm. just want to make sure that they know that we're here to help them along the path of recovery if that's what they want. Um, we're now a, a, a- international show. If somebody's listening right now in Wisconsin and they say, my son's in jail right now, this program would be awesome. How do I get involved in it? Spectrum's not in Wisconsin. What do they do? Do they talk to the warden? Sally's here shaking her head. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, what I would encourage you to do is um, give me a call, go to the Erring Addiction Facebook page, send me a message, and we can reach out to the state prison in Wisconsin and hook you up. I'd be more than happy to be the conduit to do that because the more people who get out with supports, um, the fewer people who are going to struggle, Um, more money we save as a nation and well, it's the a healthier community. Yeah, healthier communities. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, how many volunteers do we have now? So right now I have 52, but not all of them are in the right communities. So we have, like I said, we have 122 clients, 28 of which are releasing in the next six months. So we want to find people in every town. Throughout Massachusetts. Throughout Massachusetts. Give me the quick uh, bulleted, what kind of mentors do you want? What are you looking for? So this is what I'm looking for. Um, We're looking for someone who is at least 18, someone who is willing to be in contact with a client once a week minimally. So it's a commitment of uh, maybe one to three hours max a week. And initially, it tends to be like closer to two hours. And this, this, that sort of commitment encompasses the conversations with the coordinator as well. So, and it could be in person, it could be by Skype, it could be, you know, on the phone. Um, but every week until, until the client, you know, becomes more comfortable. And, and it, the point is, in all of these efforts with helping to connect them with the resources and bridge them to how to find things, the goal is for the client to become autonomous and to learn how to navigate the systems, to learn how to navigate um, how to go about finding things. We've, you know, I've had clients that come out and they they're not able to find a job. Which, by the way, I do need to mention that there is that there is a list of about 190 companies, major companies, that are quarry-friendly. Oh, I didn't know that. Because, yes. In Massachusetts. Correct. And there's many, many people because there's also, you know, tax breaks. 
There's also things for companies. You know, I, I actually think that, that it is. I, I, I was talking to the Essex County Sheriff's Department in the past, and they had relationships with uh, organizations, let's say a, a car dealership. And they said that um, their employees out of the county jail were some of the car dealership's best employees yes. because they would get there at a particular time. They wouldn't use, they would stay, they would, be, because if they didn't do those things, they would have to report to a probation officer, not to mention the, the tax breaks. So Correct. they're exceptional employees. Correct. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunities, but what happens is, you know, the client will get out and they're so flustered with so much going on. I mean, there's there's usually... The stress of knowing that they need money, they need money right now. There's the stress of where are they going to live? What kind of living situation is it? Because typically it could be a friend's house, family's house, ex-girlfriend, ex-wife. You know, it's not always the best or healthiest situation. Are you getting testimonials from clients engaged in this program? Yes, yes, many. And there, it's there's some amazing, amazing stories. Tell me a quick one. Uh, well, I have a young lady down on the Cape and... She, um, I have to tell you that she worked incredibly hard. Uh, she, she didn't have her license, and she was incarcerated for you know quite quite a few years. And she got out, and she needed to. She was living temporarily with her family. She needed to be able to have a car, so she started saving money. She's working two jobs. Um, and she talked to me and she said, I need to get my license. I really have to get my license. But she didn't have any healthy friends. So she has to start over with friends. So, you know, things that we'll do is help them find, you know, AA or NA meetings or some support systems. Uh, uh, if they would like a counselor, you know, we'll help them find, you know, those connections. Her recovery um, gym. Yes, everything. So it's, you know, I don't want to get off topic. So she... She and I talked. She didn't have anyone that could help her with going to get her license. So I said that would be fine. I'd be happy to do that. She was on my caseload. And we ended up going to um, three towns over from the Cape. And unfortunately, she failed the test. She was so anxious. Yes, she was so anxious. Mm. So we went a second time to a different town. And unfortunately, she failed again. Oh, boy. Because she, she just was so nervous. Nervous. Oh. And so we did, you know, a lot of talking. And had a lot she ever of, had her license before? No. Oh. No. And she just, it, she wasn't able to practice a whole lot except with her grandfather. And so anyway, so we we talked it through and I gave her some coaching skills and we, you know, we really worked on it a lot. And so she got her license? The third time was oh, the okay. charm. Third time's the charm. Good. So you supported her through that. Yes. Good. So, you know, it's the little stuff. All right. So we've got one minute before we have to wrap up. How do people become a volunteer? They need to hook up with you, right? Yes. They and, need to hook up with me. And I think the best way to do that without giving out this long email that nobody's going to remember is go to the Airing Addiction Facebook page and send a message there. Um, I've put out the the Spectrum Health Systems email address is, is long. Um, so I would encourage you guys, if you um, want to get in touch with Sally, you want to become a volunteer for the Project Peer Connection Program in Massachusetts, just send a message on the Airing Addiction Facebook page. Send a quick message. I'll put you in touch with Sally. Either leave your phone number or your email address. And, oh, we just got one just now. One came through. I will pass that along. So that was a very exciting. That was a quick response. Um, 
We end every show with the serenity prayer. Do you know the serenity prayer? Of course. And I actually did not say it last week, and one of the listeners chimed in and said, you broke your pattern. You did not do the serenity prayer. That is the signature ending of the Airing Addiction Show, so I will not forget it again. All right. Um, God, grant Grant me the the serenity serenity to to accept accept the things things I cannot cannot change, change, the the courage to change the things things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Thank you all so much for joining Airing Addiction for this episode of Breaking the Cycle Between Addiction and Incarceration. We will see you next week. You're listening to the Spectrum Health System's Airing Addiction. I'm Donna Pellegrino on News Radio 580 and 94.9 WTAG, your news, weather, and traffic station.